like a live recording this feels like a studio now because we've got because we've because we've obviously got a guest um so here we are back again another week and we have got the band back together we were nearly there last week but alex let us down if you remember richie didn't he, he was uh, bailed on us last minute or whatever it was um but we managed to get him tonight and then we've got a visitor from over the pond with yes. us again Yes. So we're all back. How are we all? How are you, Alex? How's the leg? Give us the update on the recovery. <laughs> um, quick update off crutches, um, walking again. So another milestone's been ticked off. Okay. Um, so yeah, happy days. Happy days. Good stuff. And Richie, I actually I did see you last night. I did shout you, but you didn't hear me. I don't think you were just uh, just in front of us in the ground. You were in that southwest stand on the side with me. That's it, yeah. Just the, the non podcast because you have to show your ticket to go into the new bit, didn't you? You did, that's right. You could just walk into the other bit. Free for all the other end, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the fun and games that we had there afterwards, I guess, then, shall we? Um, but I guess we should have a, a, a catch up with Mr. Starkey to give us a brief overview of your week in Wrexham. Uh, you're sober now, so he can tell us a little bit about what, what he's been up to. But he's been drinking with Gary Bennett um, at a live podcast recording. You've been to two games, home and away. What yeah. else have you been doing? What else is there? Uh, sightseeing because oh, of yes. amazing people like you. And, yeah, you know, we, the we did some sightseeing. That's yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just amazing week, obviously. Um, you know, the the... The more common sites, Richie and, and Alex, that, that you know you guys see every day that, that kind of for someone like myself who's not from here, um, the things that we may see on Twitter, hear on Twitter, hear you guys talk about on the podcast, see the documentary or whatever, some of those things got a little more context for me, right? Um, in the last week or so, because I got to see the Gresham Memorial, I got to see um Collier's Park, I got to see um Carden Carden Park yeah Carden Park <clears throat> that place is amazing um but yeah just saw uh, a lot of places that I'd heard about and and you know just seen a couple things in the documentary and stuff like that but just heard you get excuse me heard you guys talk about a hundred times um and and other podcasts and those types of things um but it was good to be able to put some context with some you know sites and, and sounds and locations and things like that and then obviously um getting to see uh you know all my buddies and Give him a shout out. You know, so slightly, beardy. slightly above average people uh, over here. Yeah. Beardy Dwayne. Beardy Dwayne, handsome Neil Smith, yeah. uh, who performed at um, at Sean Winner's uh, live podcast of the Rocking Chair on Saturday night after the Morecambe um, thumping. Um, Neil did a great job um, putting on putting on a show. Yeah, that's good. Then. Everywhere he goes. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like that. For, for the fans, yeah, <laughs> did a great job. Um, I mean, there's there's a, a long list of people who have been fantastic in my week over here. Yeah, good stuff. So we've so we've we've done a bit of a, we did a bit of a tour today on his last day. We yeah, took yeah. him to see a few a few little bits that you couldn't see last time he was here because he was only here for two days and you can't see anything in two days, can you? Um, so we did a little bit today. Um, 
and went to a few places. So that's what we've been up to. Yeah. What about you, Richie? What else is going on? Anything exciting? Uh, a bit tired after last night. Yeah, it was late. Uh, what time did you get in? Uh, just after one. Yeah, same oh, as yeah. me then on the bus. Yeah. So a uh, bit, bit tired, but you know, do it again, don't we? Yeah, we'll do it. Literally on the, you know, uh, I think I've got my forest green ticket already. Um, so that's what a week on Saturday, isn't it? So uh, yeah. we'll be there again. But obviously, two home games to look forward to. I guess that's the uh, that's the good thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, Mister, so where are you now, Mister Carter? Are you where are you back in Lancashire? No, still in Buckley. Oh, Still in Buckley, still got some sick leave. Um, oh, okay. This is my last week, so, so I'm making the most of it. So this is your last week. This is your last week of skiving, basically. Take that back. Why? What, have you, that what, back. what you do? What exactly am I supposed to believe you've been doing with a ruptured ACL that's been fixed or whatever? Uh, a knee specialist of 25 years said I need yeah. six weeks off. So I'll trust his opinion more than yours. Skiving. It's not like you've been putting the bins out this afternoon, is it? True. Yes, it is. True. But just, just sat there watching bloody Marvel or Harry Potter or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other things. Um, oh, I see. No, next week, back to reality, right. back to the real world. So, uh, uh, Richie, I haven't I haven't prepared very well today. So, news wise, tell me something that, that I've probably missed that's that's happened. Is there any exciting news? Uh, first of all, who, well, I've got a question for somebody. Oh, who on earth organised that Bristol taxi match for the Tuesday? Yeah, what being two days after the cup game? You mean? Yeah, I just can't believe. I've even gone as sad and looked at who Burton were playing in case they had a Friday night fixture, but they haven't. No. So why on the Tuesday? It just doesn't make yeah. any sense. A couple of fixtures on the Wednesday as well. Right. We're going to play sport on the Wednesday. So why couldn't so we have done that? all done one night or whatever. I don't know. I wonder whether he, he, he was always planning to rotate anyway. So when they've gone to a parky and said, are you happy with it being on the Tuesday or should we push it to the Wednesday? If he's going to rotate, he's just gone, I'm not bothered because like next to nobody's going to play perhaps. Uh, yeah. from the cup game. That's the only thing I can think. I understand what you're saying, though. It is very unusual to only yeah. be two days apart now, isn't it? Especially as the women asked uh, for the game to be moved, didn't they, for Sunday as well? Yeah. So you'd think it was a club thing there. That I mean, I, I know it's different, slightly different circumstances, but it still all counts, doesn't it? You know, they shouldn't play at the same time, should they? No, because you know? they'll, they'll, their attendance will suffer because of that cup game, yeah. uh, you know, a little, a, a little bit, which is a bit unfortunate, but. Um, yeah, I guess you know. Should we should we just be happy that we're in cup game? We're in still in cups, and that's a problem rather than not being in the cup, and it's not a problem. Yeah, we'll have that conversation next week, and then. <laughs> well, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I, it was quite interesting because um, I saw on Facebook somebody had put, "Who do we want in the next round of the FA Cup?" And I'm like, "Why are you having that conversation? Do you not watch football? Do you not realise that we could be like, you know, sucking eggs here?" Yeah. It just baffles me. It wasn't you, that Alex, was it? You were already sort of like, oh, yeah, Liverpool, please, in the next round. No, I've got far too much respect for Yeovil and other teams below us. Yeah. Absolutely not thinking about round three yet. We've got a, a tough game on Sunday, the top of the league for a reason. So, 
they're going to come to the race course with a bit of belief and there's always one shock so we need to make sure it's not us yeah no i agree um, we will uh, we will obviously discuss that in our uh, in our preview in a bit um but we'll wrap up our intro now then if that's okay and then when we come back we'll just have uh, five minutes of uh, transfer insight from uh, from some of the some of the twitter rumors uh, and Richie's bound to have one because he's always got one. Richie, Richie, you must have one. You've got to have something for us. So hopefully Richie will have something. For, if not, make it up while we just while we sign in again in a minute. Just, just like randomly yeah, pick something off Wikipedia, will you? So, uh, yeah. so it looks good. So should we do that? Is that all right, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no worries. All right, cool. I've been telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in. Right, so uh, my favourite time of the year, transfer, tittle-tattle. Um, so this came about for me because on, uh, I re- in fact, I, re- I think I wrote a post on Twitter about this. Uh, somebody on, uh, on that ever-reliable source that is Facebook uh, and the, the, uh, the Wrexham groups, somebody had put, we were, um, he'd heard that we were after somebody called George Dobson from Charlton. Um, Oh, say that again, Richie. Yeah, his dad, his dad is his agent, didn't he? Or his dad commented. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, there was something along those lines. Yeah. So that's that's that was the first rumor I'd heard in a while, really. I mean, the Luke Armstrong one we'll talk about maybe in a minute and see what we think, uh, given the fact that we've just been to Harrogate and we might have smuggled him back on the bus or something last <laughs> night. I don't know. But um, uh, but this Dobson one came along. I didn't know anything about him, um, but there's somebody I follow on Twitter. So I asked her about him. She said it's not impossible because he's out of contract actually in the summer. So, you know, there you've got an opportunity there, haven't you, to get a reduced fee. Um, or if you do the deal in the summer, no fee and obviously pay him the pay him a higher wage. But I'd not heard of him before. So uh, all I know is a midfielder. Alex is going to tell us all about him now. Well, I've literally <laughs> never heard of this man in my life. <laughs> okay. He sounds like a good player, George Dobson. <laughs> well, all I would say is him. don't Google him, because if you Google him, you get a picture of him picking his nose, right? First that is the first picture yeah. that pops up. It yeah. is like, if I was his agent, I yeah. would have changed that now by somehow. I would have been like, can we change this, please? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, so that was the first one. And I thought, hmm, you know, midfielder, I, you know, I guess you could start to have debates then about how do we find room for a said yeah. midfielder. Um, in fact, whilst we were in the uh, we were in the Pantarokan this afternoon having our dinner, uh, you look at Alex's face. Alex has been there before. Uh, I paid for it. <laughs> and bet, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, uh, we were talking about this, sort of debating about, well, oh, how do we make room for this person yeah. and uh, and some of these other names that we've been linked with. Um, but that's a that's a conversation. Perhaps perhaps we'll save that for after. Um, but then when I posted that on Twitter. Somebody replied to me in the in the thread, and the thread is there. I posted it a couple of days ago. Uh, the very last person that replied to me came up with another name, which I hadn't heard. So uh, a young gentleman called Zion Hopkins replied, and he said, uh, Luke Offord is another name, another player we've been after. He's crew captain. Few people in the know at crew have told me. So and when you Google said person, again, another midfielder. Um, and in fact, I said to you a minute ago, there was two names. If you remember, uh, I don't know whether it was Nathan or Rich from Rob Ryan Red, 
had posted about um, Khan, hadn't they? I don't know. Did you see that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. So there's three names that have come out of nowhere. You know, I hadn't heard anything until this week. Um, but interestingly, they're all midfielders. So when you see that, Alex, what are you thinking? And who are you fearing for? And which one of them do you want? <laughs> Should we just have more? Yeah. <laughs> Being rude, to be honest, um, Saidu Khan is the only player I've heard of. Yeah. Those three um, names just mentioned. Um, interestingly, he's from Gambia, or from the Gambia, yeah. which is, of course, Jacob. where Jacob Mendy is from as well. So whether there's been some talk um, between those two, I don't know. He hasn't um, been tapping him up, has he? Well, I hope not, because we're getting trouble <laughs> with the um, But of all the positions, I think midfield might be probably our strongest area yeah. at the moment, given the plays we've got on the plays in form. Um, so I'm surprised we've been linked to a midfielder. Um, I've heard the fee of 350000 mentioned for Khan, which is a pretty hefty amount. I'm not sure if it would be our record transfer fee. Um, I think Ollie Palmer two years ago wasn't far off that amount. Um, obviously, Parky knows best. He'll have watched these players, if we are after them, of course, and determined whether they'd fit in and how they would complement the players we've got already. Um, there's always going to be rumours <laughs> November, December time, around January. Um, I imagine we will sign players. Obviously, we're going for the title and the bigger strength we've got in our, on our squad in terms of depth, the better. So, for me, it's pure speculation at the moment. I never read too much into Twitter rumours, but it sounds like any of those players would, would be a decent addition. It's just how they fit in and who they replace in the starting lineup. because our midfield at the moment in regard to Cannon, Evans um, and Jones... Um, and other players as well, obviously, were looking very good. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to comment on, on speculation, but Saidu Khan is a player I've, I've seen and I've watched, um, and he always looks quite a solid player. But in regards to the other two, hopefully Richie's got some insight. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, Richie. Forgot, yeah, go on, Richie. Because so, you're quite uh, on the ball and you're, like me, quite alert to what's going on. So... Had you heard of uh, of any of those or anything different, or what? What's the what's what's the news on the ground? Dobson, we spoke to in the summer. Yeah, we went after, but the deal we had a better deal with George Evans, basically. Yeah, Millwall let him go as a free in the end, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah so it made complete sense. Yeah, uh, to go for that, and obviously he's you. Uh, he was at Man City Academy, wasn't he, George Evans as well? Yeah. So, it, you well, know, moving him up wasn't a problem, really. Um, I know Dobson, Dobson, we did go in for, and that I don't know whether I personally think that's dead in the water, I would imagine. Okay, for that one. Um, right, I haven't heard don't put one. any money on that if you're listening to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the two one. Um, the can one, <clears throat> I would say, I think now, last night, I don't want to go too much into last night, but last night also changed my mindset a little bit. Oh. Changing of the guard in the summer is going to be massive. Okay. Uh, yeah. And by that I mean, I think you will find that maybe at the starting lineup last night, 
only maybe six would be in the team next year, I reckon. Oh my life, Richie, he's like the Grim Reaper, isn't he? What's going no, on? I just think, just think we, we bought for a level to get us to a level, right. and then that level's going to be complete. Yeah. And then I think this is where the big change is going to go. I think there's going to be a lot leaving, if I'm honest. Um, and that that's where, it, it, one thing, it needs to be done, but the other thing, it worries me because of the camaraderie they've got. That's yeah. all we hear of all the players, don't we? About the team spirit in the changing room. It's fantastic. Band of brothers we hear all the time. Um, so that is worrying, but obviously we have to change as we're going up through the league. So that's got to happen. I did speak to somebody last night. Oh, here we uh, go. Here we go. This is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, come on, come on. Yeah, he wants to come. It's it's nailed on. It's Ar- now Mr. Armstrong, yeah. Armstrong. It's it's now Sean Harvey negotiation time. Right. Um like you mentioned last the fee, week. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, gotta reduce the fee because he's out of contract as well. Yeah. And right. we're obviously gonna we're gonna put in as well that he hasn't played. Yeah. So, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't kept his value, has he? No. So he's obviously not, uh, and obviously he's out of contract. Yeah. Which makes, and I think I would say, having looked at last night's performance, he's got a very good chance of making our twenty-five in January. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he'd be hungry, definitely, because he hasn't played. Okay. Yeah, that one doesn't surprise me. We said, I yeah. think last week, did we say Richie did? Uh, I think we yeah. did. We touch on it, and we said that we thought. Uh, and I've maintained that all along, um, that I think you don't chase somebody so hard and offer so much money and then go so cold on them, uh, which is the conversation we had yeah, basically yeah, yeah. in the uh, yeah. in the pub today. Um, so There's a little other one as well. Oh, um, right. right. Before we come to Starkey, let's get this other nugget. <laughs> Here we go. Right, this is on. another one that could be on. Don't put um, any money on this one, by the way. <laughs> is Mason Clark, Peterborough? Right. Mm. I don't, so I've not heard that name. Mm. Um, he's about fifth or sixth top goal scorer in League One. Right. Um, he's really he is a quick player, and he's something we haven't got, as in the fact of that. Oh, we have maybe with Barney, but he's direct. He will run and try and beat people. Okay. Um, that would obviously Peter play more of a three up top, so yeah. that would obviously have to change slightly as well. But you know, Parky's had players before who um, aren't used to this system and yeah, yeah. have adapted into it quite well. Um, so that's the other one, maybe just to keep an eye on for as well. Okay, you've dug that one up out of somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Starkey, when you hear them, what excites you? I guess. Um, Armstrong. Um, I, I, I've, like Richie was saying, heard the same thing. I feel like that's happening. It's just a, it's a reduced fee at this point. You know, five hundred thousand, which was the. The rumored deal back in um, back in the summer, I, I think that's way too much uh, myself, and I think a lot of people would agree. But if you can get a reduced fee at this point, but the fact that he hasn't played, and I mean, when January rolls around, he he wouldn't have played in months, um, you know, at that point, two months or more. Um, the Dobson the Dobson one is interesting to me. When we were talking about him at lunch today, just the fact that he the fact that where he slots in is the CDM can also play center back. I'd be interested to see if Parkey, again, hypotheticals and things like that, if he does say we wind up signing him and adding him to the team, it would be very difficult for me to see him slotting in at CDM over Evans or over O'Connor 
So it might be a deal to where, you know, is Parkey signing him to play center back truly and, and, and drop down to, to, um, to play center back at this level. Um, that's an interesting one for me. I feel like Armstrong is very much um, still in the works for sure. Um, Khan, at, 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 um, you know, good player, um, good player, one of the top uh, – Saw a stat the other day. He was one of the top dribblers as far as possession and things like that um, in the league. So he um, seems to be a pretty quality player. And um, it's one to where I can see us bringing in a striker. I can see us bringing in a midfielder. Um, I'm, I guess, maybe a little bit surprised that we, of all the names we've talked about positions, that we're not talking about a true winger. you know, with, with, we got 40, we got Mindy, we got James. Who's after that? Who's after that? We have an injury. We got two left. That's, that's, um, you know, a little bit of um, a glare for me. I can see us potentially bringing another winger as well, maybe. Well, just, just to touch on, uh, go back a step on that midfielder. Just if we, Alex, if we, because Richie's disappeared somewhere, uh, he's like, he's just, we can see Richie stealing right now. He's, he's gone to let the, what's the, the shopping is the normal thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is it that he disappears <laughs> off to let in the shopping. Morrison's have just turned up. Um, oh, he's back. Oh, he's got, oh, he's, it's Amazon. It's it Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's our Christmas present. That's, that's great. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, it, um, it was Luke Armstrong, it was. Just, uh, <laughs> just arrived in a box from last night. Just, <laughs> just touch on this then for a sec. So if Armstrong came in, hypothetically, it's likely that Bickerstaff would go on loan or be out of the squad. Yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair assumption. That seems like an easy stroke, obvious move. But if we bring a midfielder in... Right. What, what what do we do there then? Because then you're either getting a midfielder out. Because bear in mind we were at the num- we were at the limit, weren't we? Then you're either getting a midfielder out or you're jiggling around parts, aren't you? You know, you're taking a defender yeah. out and having an extra. So wh- what do we do there, Alex? Oh, good question. Actually, <laughs> um... on purpose, obviously. My Amazon's here. I've got to go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm glad you asked him first, to be fair. Um, you might be able to help me on this one. Is Liam McAlinden currently in our 25-man squad? Yeah. yeah. I think he might be one of the players at risk of being shipped out on loan to somewhere, um, either at a lower League Two side or yeah. a National League level. Um I think he'd be a very good player for someone in the National League who's yeah. perhaps looking at going for promotion and needs a decent utility player. Um, personally, I wouldn't want to mess with the, the balance of the squad by getting rid of a striker or a defender yeah, yeah, if yeah. you are bringing a midfielder in. So off the top of my head, um, I'd be looking at shipping out a midfielder and he would be probably one of the players on top of that list. Okay, that's quite interesting. We had a conversation about McAlinden actually today. Yeah. Um, and I, I um, I'll tell you why I don't think it would be him. I could yeah. be totally wrong. Yeah. Um, but one, he's such he covers so many positions, doesn't he? Hypothetically, yeah. you know, he can play up that left side. He can play in midfield, which he has done in the trophy games, yeah. and he can play up front. Supposedly, he came to us as a forward, didn't he? Um, is what I was led to believe. 
Um, but what I didn't realise until I went to the Paul Mullin book uh, event at William Aston Hall, uh, they, did we talk about this, Richie? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, we talked briefly, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what uh, what Moles revealed is that he's basically his roommate. Um, and he Moles even says that he loves McAlinden so much that he swaps, he'll swap rooms with people if he's not supposed to be with him. He'll swap. Did you, do you remember that, Richie? In the in the uh, that he talked. So Moles really likes him, and apparently he's really good for the for the morale. Everybody really likes him. So here we've straight away you've got you've got problems, haven't you? Because you're you're taking you've potentially taken away people that although you might look at them and go, oh, actually we're not going to play them that much. They're key in the fact that they that you know they add to morale and they're good for other players as well. So it's a really interesting jigsaw as to what Park is going to have to do. Um, what would you go on, Richie? If that just on that midfield, give us a give us a quick. What what do you think we would do if if a midfielder came in? The same as the rumor was that Elliot Lee was going to Birmingham. Oh yeah, that is the only link they've got as to why we'd be looking at Cam. Different players though. Slightly, but maybe not. If that makes sense, oh, without yes, in our. But I don't. I think the can things are complete. I would. I'd, I'd just brush it into the carpet. I would for that one. The midfield option. I've got to say, I think Luke Young's going on out on loan. Okay. Um, I think that for himself personally as well. Yeah. I think it, something's got to give, isn't it? Because he's never let us down. Um, we've got. He's got a lot of plaudits, not just on this podcast. A lot of Wrexham fans are like, he's not even on the bench. That's you know, yeah. that's not a way to treat a player. He is obviously with Leighton one of the only last ones before yeah. the party, isn't he? Um, but I would just, I think, I think Luke will go out on loan. I really yeah. do. Um, with regards to the squad, you've got, it's, Hosanna has got to go out yeah. on loan, isn't he? No. Um, I heard somebody say that. Starkey loves us, and I don't know why. I'm going me some rice. There's a player there. There's a player there. He's kicking, he's kicking in the side. He can't stay fit. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, obviously, McAlinden, I was told, only got the, the contract because it was in his contract. He got, if we got promoted. That was like Mark Howard then. He got an automatic yeah. clause. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a bit of take it or leave it type of thing. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, we he's seen something in him because we don't see training, do we? So we don't know. Oh, yeah. We can only judge on what we see, whether it's 90 minutes or it's a short performance coming yeah. off the bench. I, I think, I do think Luke will go. I don't I don't want him to go. No, I understand I think, what you're saying. We had exactly this conversation today. It's a tough yeah. one. It's tough to say. It's yeah. tough to hear. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Armstrong will come in. The other one I could see maybe happening, and this is going to go completely... Come from left. This has. Oh, here we I go. I can see. I can see Ollie Palmer going to Bromley or Barnet in January because they will want to get up. They've got to fight for the playoffs, and they because Chesterfield have won the league now anyway. Okay. Um, and I can see he's down south, isn't he? That's where yeah, he's yeah. from. I and I can see that. I could see that maybe at Bromley because it's his contract up in the summer. I'm. Uh, I want to say he's got another year. I thought it was twenty-five. I want to say he's got another year, but if they if they are pushing for it and want to go for it, then you would. I mean, I don't know. Again, it's all hypothetical. But what would you accept? What would you accept as a bid for him? 
I wouldn't. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine he would go on loan to start with because with us paying 95, 97% of his wages, probably. Um, yeah. But that's, I could see that happening, though. I wouldn't rule that out of him because you've got him, what's he going to be thinking if Armstrong comes in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that. He's got, he's got to be thinking what's happening here. I think Dalby's going to stay because Just so, yeah. he's one of them ones. He's looked at Dalby and Mendy and he thinks they're going to go with us on the run through. Um, because of their ages and development, I I can but I could see Palmer going. Yeah, yeah. I think if they were going to do something, I understand. I understand what you're saying as it's a possibility. I think if it's a forward, it'll be Bickerstaff. I think that goes. Um, yeah, but, but I understand if one of them if one of them sort of put something on the table, they would be considering it. But just to answer the question, uh, he joined in 2022 January. Obviously, it was right near the end, wasn't it? Yeah, three, three, and, a half. And, a, three and a half year deal. So he's got another year as well on top of what we thought. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that would be. But you know, that's either loan or you're accepting a bid from a national league club of I don't even know what they could afford. You'd be total guesswork, yeah. wouldn't be. Um, but I can, I can see that loan happening. Yeah, because from his point of view, does he want to be travelling from London, which he does a lot, obviously, um, and not be a not you know if, if if Armstrong comes in and if Armstrong plays well and is the starter. Then does Ollie want to be doing that to be third, fourth, yeah. choice, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever park he sees him as? Yeah. I guess that becomes the question then, doesn't it? And is it better for him to do something, find a London club um, that will be, you know, easier for him to travel, closer to his family, um, and that type of thing? So I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. It would be interesting to see if somebody was brave enough to put some money on the table and try and get him, uh, and be yeah. ambitious enough, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, any any anything else? Anybody? Any? So, we've not seen anything else. Any other names? Any other? Apart from the fact we might need a goalkeeper now. Arthur Oconco got his face smashed in last night, um, which won't doesn't help anything, does it? No. Um, what we spoke about touched on last week about the young lad. That's a deal done. Near enough. Um, the reason it was a loan deal is because they couldn't get the paperwork done in time. Who are we talking about? The goalie. English. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was um, the paper wouldn't get done in time. Right. Uh, familiar story again with the uh, old typewriter, <laughs> probably. But uh, fax machine. But yeah, that's going to be agreed. That'll be announced in January as well. I'm going to send them an email at like midday on transfer deadline day and just say, just just so you know, lads, you've got like eight hours left before you know if you can do whatever you need to do. Can you do it now, please, Gerard? <laughs> Stand outside the window with a clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, should we, should we, um, what's the film? There's a film, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what it is. It's the uh, Jessica Chastain one uh, about Bin Laden. And she she knocks on the window. She wants to, uh, she wants to, this is boring if you're not into films. She wants to um, send a team in to find Bin Laden. And she keeps knocking at her, uh, her boss's window every day and like going, it's 10 days since since you last said we were going to do it and we haven't done it. And then she comes back the next day and rubs it out. And she's like, now it's 11 days. And she just keeps doing that for months and months and months. So we'll be there doing an hour by hour countdown yeah, yeah. going, right, there's eight hours left. And then yeah, yeah. Seven hours left, lads. That's what yeah. we're going to have to do. Yeah. But just yeah. on that, you know, did you watch the Sunderland Till I Die documentary? I did. They did yes. transfer deadline day, didn't they? Yeah. They did it, and they, they did it brilliantly because there was people coming in and out and yeah. phones ringing. 
Wouldn't it be great if they filmed it in January? Just yeah, I, I honestly thought we might have seen some of that. I, I'm hoping we've got some of that from that Harrogate uh, debacle. Yeah. Be good, interesting, wouldn't it, to see? Yeah, but then yeah. you might figure out whose fault it was, and that might not be very nice for whichever person it was, is the only thing. We'll Do you see. know what I mean? We'll if it was one particular person's fault, they probably wouldn't want to throw them under the bus, don't you think? Yeah, I suppose. Just turn the lights out, innit, and just say it went out. There's a chance <laughs> <I> didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, I, I'm still adamant that on the first... What is it the first that it kicks off? Oh, um, on the 1st of January, we'll get that moon photo again. I'm sure they'll have edited it <laughs> since, and there'll be something, there'll be a, a rocket on it yeah. by now, and uh, if he's pinched to Zoom, Luke Armstrong sat yeah, on yeah. it or something. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, I, so, I like this time of year. We'll keep chatting transfers. Alex is going to bring some next week. He said he's got some good ones. Uh, he's got some sources that are going to bring him some info, aren't they, Alex? From there in Flintshire. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my Flincher sources on the ground, so I'll have a special transfer edition next week. You're not, conv- you're not convincing me there, Alex. Come on. Come on, you're in the know, Alex. You sit next to the director's box when you do your commentary. You must hear some gossip. <sighs> I hear lots of things, but I've sworn <laughs> to secrecy not to, not to release in fact, you it. Must see, you must see people sat in the director's. There must be players sat there re- you know, ready. I see all sorts, mate. I see all sorts. <laughs> but... his way. Yeah, whatever. All I right. think if Alex has got information, he's got to wear the yellow uh, yellow tie, isn't he, Chad, for deadline day try. Oh, tie next that's, so next week, if we come on here and Alex has got his yellow tie on and a white shirt, then we can, we'll have to have a ticker uh, yeah. and Alex can give us a Jim White. He can do a Jim yeah. White special, can't you? I'll get my fake tan on. I'll get a blonde wig. I'll do my. I'll do my best Jim White impression for you. <laughs> All right. Shall we? Uh, shall we come back and talk about Morecambe in a minute? Yep. I can't remember who it was actually. Somebody tweeted uh, last week after the Morecambe game. I can't remember whether they were tweeting at Tyson Fury or somebody. Uh, it might have been one of the South Wales Reds. And they'd written Morecambe and Unwise. So uh, I quite like that sort of play on the old Morecambe and Wise TV show that you wouldn't have heard of but was famous over here. So I'm going to use that as the pod t- podcast title, I think, Morecambe and Unwise. Um, I think that sums up our week. Um, but we'll go back to Saturday and we'll head to Morecambe. Um, I, where, where, where you watched... From the well, he started sat next to. Well, I say started. He turned up about five minutes gone. Uh, he said, <laughs> he, he was stood next to me, no. but then he buggered. He got his ticket oh. and then he buggered oh, off no, no. Um, to oh, be with no. his real mates. No, um, no, no, no. So, uh, so I know where you were. Where, 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 Richie? Were you lower tech end? What was the score? No, it's um, the reaches of the lager. Oh, okay, right. So that's where you were, and uh, Jim White, as you've renamed yourself. Where, where, where were you? I was on a commentary duty. So oh, you were back in the commentary box. Yeah, my knee can now bend into the into the commentary positions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's another milestone. So you yeah. were you were riding your free ticket, basically. <laughs> 
That's what you'll be very cheeky tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, let's start at the start as we always do. Lineup wise, was there any uh, any shocks for anybody there? Um, what did we go with? We went. Uh, I'll just move you so I can remind myself. Uh, we went a in goal. Ford right, McLean left, Hayden Tozer O'Connor. Lee Evans, Cannon, Mullin, Palmer. So, was there any shock, any surprise, anything we'd have done different? What do we think? He just didn't listen to me, did he? But um, that's that's fine, no problem. No, I, he clearly he doesn't listen to you, Richie. Well, I think he should do. Uh, we won't go into last last night yet. But, uh... No, we'll save that one. We're not far <laughs> off. We're not far away from Harrogate, Richie. Don't worry. <laughs> Richie is clearly disappointed with last night. Um, but Alex, would you have done anything? Uh, was it was that was that pretty obvious, or what do you think that lineup? Um, no, pretty obvious lineup. Okay. No surprises. No surprises. Any no surprises? You didn't care. Picked you were, itself. You were Picked itself. glad to be. No, I still care. You were glad to be alive. Yeah, following absolutely. your happy to be in the tech end finally. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 I get it. Almost picks itself at this point. Um, not not a lot to be done uh, differently for me, no. So what do we think then? Um, pretty convincing. Was that? Were we super brilliant? Were Morecambe super bad? Bit of both. What what did we think? Go on, Alex. Uh, I think we were super brilliant, to be honest. Okay. Um, I thought Morecambe actually played okay in spells. I mean, when we went two 0 up, they had a little. 10 minute periods uh, where they could have scored but other than that um i think we were dominant best performance of the season every player was at least a seven 7.5 out of 10 um and it was just nice to thrash a team again and be comfortable <laughs> we haven't had too many of those matches this season um so it reminded me of a, a national league game where we just blitzed someone and too much quality yeah. yeah, man for man, every position on the pitch, we were better than them. And I don't think we'll be too far off another performance like that, especially at home um, in the coming fixtures. Okay. Um, so from your point of view, being there, did it does it add to it being there compared to watching it across oh, yeah. the pond or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah of you... course. Uh, especially the tech end. I, I've said a couple of times since Saturday that... Um, you know, I'll be back at least twice a year for, for, you know, the next 40 years, I keep saying. But if I, uh, you know, I'll sit in the toilet to watch a Rex match. I don't <laughs> care where I sit. But if I sit anywhere beside the tech end yeah. moving forward, it, it's going to be a slight disappointment. Mm. Um, <laughs> it, it's just... Well, that's where all the cool kids sit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was unbelievable. Um yeah, I mean, it, they, they over the spell of 90, they were not very good. Morecambe was not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, new manager, which, I mean, we we pumped six past them, and then he gets their full-time manager job, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very interesting way to go about it for them, but um, that's not my business, I suppose. Um, and, and, yeah, we were really good. I, I said after the match a couple times um, that – it's one of those to where that was a full 90 minutes for us. Um, I think for the first time this year, to be honest, you know, we've had spells of, you know, where we played 70 really good, whether it was the first 70 or the last 70, um, you know, we've had, um, 
tale of two halves a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but for me, that was the first time we put together a, a just complete 90 minutes and, and you know, just hammered somebody. And uh, thankfully, it was at home. I'm very thankful I was here to see it. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun to watch, yeah. I was going to say, Richie, that it, it, it helped that we went 2-0 up within, like, within 10 minutes. But then I was thinking back to last night. I don't know where the goals were scored, but we scored two, <laughs> two quick goals, and that didn't help yeah. us, did it? Uh, but um, yeah, what what did you are you comfortable all the way through? To, I mean, is it that first goal kill them? Do you think or what? Yeah, I think we all said didn't we? Well, we spoke last week and we said about a reaction, um, and I just I don't know what it was. I just had that. Obviously, we won't go into all the predictions, but they followed what I told them to do. Um, pretty much. <laughs> um, but then looking back on the game, a start at half time I seen, and I don't actually do stats. Right. Morecambe had nine had nine shots at half time. Okay. Now whether that was included in the warm up, I'm not sure <laughs> because I didn't see nine shots from Morecambe in the first yeah. half at all. But they might um, not have been on target. Yeah. Must have been. But I actually think we could have. We could have scored nine. Yeah, I think I that um, you know that we could have done that quite easily. Um, like Alex touched on, you know, it was nice to give someone a thrashing, a hammering. Yeah. It was very much national league standard of a Morecambe. Yeah, you know, must have said to the manager, "Oh, Jed, do us a favour, just see the team through this difficult game. No yeah, problem. Yeah. Well, never mind. I know you lost six 0 but have another go. Here's is is a contract at the end of the season." Um, and, you know, Unbelievable that it one was. You wonder, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Just on that, I'll give you a little insight. Somebody went for the job who didn't get it was Kevin Ellison. Remember the winger? Yeah. Right. He went for the job that didn't get it. Okay. Um, so they give it to the manager who lost 6 0 instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I love it. But no, they were a poor team, weren't they? They were. Um, and I think it, it's like we, we, we toyed with them, didn't we? You know, Pretty when we much. went to score. We went up again, didn't we? And then just go back to keeping the ball, and then we'll, you know, we'll go again. And and it's um, it's having that appetite, isn't it? Really? Yeah, we uh, we were we were there was moments where we were saving our energy for arrogance. <laughs> um, it's clearly worked really well. Um, but I guess one of the um, the, the one of the standouts. But it was interesting what you're saying there about how how good or bad they were. You watch that Mendy goal, which people have raved about. But if you look at that from a defensive point of view, right, that is a disaster. That you've let this fella wander into the box almost unopposed and have a free shot from about 16 yards, you know, without putting a tackle in. Um, But then Mendy can only do what's in play, what's in front of him, can't he? And he wanders into the box and rasps a goal. Um, But, Alex, another injury to Ford. Um, so we, you know, we potentially we don't know where we are with that, but that's Ford and unknown with a Conquo. These injuries are uh, starting to be a, a nuisance, aren't they? Yeah, well, Ford and Barnett now, um, both in the injury room. Obviously, our two first choice right wingers, um, so that's an issue. Obviously, we've got Mendy um, who can play there, but. It's not his strongest side, and do we want him there when we're playing against stronger opposition? Probably not. Who else have we got in the team? Um, and like you say, oh, for for me, is a very concerning one. Um, 
since he's come in, he's been probably the best goalkeeper I've seen us have at National League level. Maybe on a par with Mayabe and Maxwell in the 2012 era. Foster as well, potentially, when he first joined. But for me, Conquo just edges it. So if he's out for more than a few games, um, and no disrespect to Mark Howard because he's a good keeper, if you go from having a Conquo to not having a Conquo, doesn't matter who you bring in to replace him, yeah. that's a massive miss. So I'll be keeping close tabs on... Wait for an update. Wait for an update yeah. on that. Um, yeah. What The pick of the goals for me was the sixth one, uh, the James Jones James one, Jones, yeah. just because there was some... Oh, he, oh here we, <laughs> look, look, here he is. Nodded it. Let me finish, because it just be, it was there was some nice football before it, and the, yeah. the finish was lovely. First time top corner, Richie. Right, you hang your turn. Um, what was uh, what was the standout for you? Mo- either moment or player or yeah. bit of the match. What was what just, was it for you? To be fair, I, I don't. I think the Mindy goal was 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 the best goal of the night for me, um, but. To be fair, the James Jones goal, the ball in from Evans, you know, the little touch and go, um, it was really, really well done. Uh, But just as far as, you know, watching Mindy, um, I mean, I don't want to say go solo, but he basically did. did. I mean, he took the game into his hands and, um, you know, took control, scored a goal for us. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mindy was, that that was the one. one one Yeah, that was a standout moment for me, yeah. Right, Richie. Since <laughs> you were shaking your head, you're gonna give me say Paul Mullins scoring a hat trick can't be the can't be the highlight. It has to be something else. Give us something. I would say, as a former striker, his third goal, his touch, his t- for that goal yeah. was brilliant. The finish that that is something which is practiced to do. That's yeah. not just um, you know hit and hope type of thing. His 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 goals got better really as he worked as he went along. Um, but I think his third goal was brilliant because I'm never going to say the sixth goal because when I had 18 to 1, 5 0 on Mullen Hattrick, I'm not going to go for the sixth. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. Richie was messaging me because last week on the pod he'd said 5 0. I didn't know he'd put money on it. Um, and then he's, he's, he's getting excited, going, Look, I'm on, I'm on. And then that went in. <laughs> I felt so bad for you. And the Hattrick as well. You know, how hard is easy to predict that as well? Yeah, no, you were you were near you're near you're ninety nine percent of the way there, Richie. That's uh, that's yeah. that's all I can say. Uh, Alex, for you, what was the uh, standout moment in the uh, in the game or performance or player or? Um, I agree with Richie Mullins' third goal, deadly, lethal. Yeah, not many strikers in League Two can do that. Okay. Just that one touch to beat two men and the finish right into the corner. He's absolutely deadly. Um, but I'll give you another one, because Richie's already mentioned that. I think George Evans, yeah. gorgeous George, yeah. he's just a delight to watch. He makes football look so easy. His touch, his vision, his passing, his energy. He's the complete midfielder. Um, and he's just a joy to watch. And the most important thing about him, I put this on Twitter the other day, He's put an end to the can we bring back Bradley Walker debate. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Which has been going on for about two, three years, ever since he left. Yeah. Um, so I've just been able to watch George Evans play. He's 
he's a delight and he could easily play for us in League One um, when after we go up this season. So I was the same as you. I put on Twitter that he was my standout. Um, but I could understand why people might have picked Mullin or Andy Cannon got a lot of love. And I don't know whether yeah. that was because of his performance yeah. or whether because also he got... Well, we thought he'd got the goal at the time because we couldn't really tell, but then they took it off him, didn't they? Um, but Cannon put in as good a performance as we've seen yeah. from him, maybe? Yeah. What, what, what did, yeah. did you Do you think... Good. Yeah, it's 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 funny. I saw uh, on Twitter a couple of times after the Morecambe match from different you know Wrexham fans that um, Cannon has had almost a kind of I don't know revitalization in midfield, so to speak, after yeah. Evans came in. Yeah. Yes. Um, because now he 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 can still be you know almost a box to box player, but he doesn't have to be. Yeah, you know he can be more forward. He can put, uh, you know, play on his front foot and those types of things. Um, so he's had almost a a, a, a second coming. You yeah, know, almost, I get it. Um, with the with the new mix we have in midfield, um, yeah. which has been very fortunate uh, for everybody. Um, and, and to talk, you know, to to just piggyback on what Jim White said, it's one of those <laughs> to where uh, <laughs> I put I put on Twitter. Uh, Three, two or three weeks ago now, George Evans, just his vision. Um, he's so just calm and collected on the ball. He always knows where his outlets are. He knows where his help is. Um, he's a very, very, very good football player. Um, yeah. He's very, very talented. Yeah, he's very quality. Yeah, I don't want to talk about last night too much yet because we might take Richie's thunder. But I will tell you this, that a lot of the time it was Evans that Phil Parkinson was calling over to the sideline to give instruction to. Mm -hmm. So he obviously has a lot of trust in him yeah. to communicate, to understand what's going I don't know if you noticed that, Richie, or whether you didn't even mm -hmm. see it because it was the angle might have been blocked from uh, where you were a bit further up. But I found that in, it's always interesting to see who's Parky talking to and uh, yeah. uh, and that. So uh, I found that interesting. But I think you're right. I thought I thought Evans was the, was the standout. Anybody else think anything different, or anybody uh, anybody else stand out? I think O'Connor did all right. He, yeah. he played all right as well. To be fair, is he a he, defender um, now? I don't know what what is this. Is that it now? Is he a, is he yeah, an outside centre half? I'm with you now. Yeah, I think he is, isn't he? You don't you don't you know you don't sign a centre half from the championship and keep him on the bench, do you? No. If you've got a midfielder who's standing in. So, um, to me, yeah, I think Tom O'Connor's nailed on to play there all year now. If he wants to, um, but injuries, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Anybody else got anything amazing from Morecambe? Any, uh, no? No other exciting stories? So they, had, they had the usual amount of people chucked out the ground, didn't oh, I've they? Got, yeah, I've got plenty of stories, but I don't know if we're going <laughs> I don't know if we've. I don't think they're Morecambe related, though, are they? They are not. <laughs> those they are, are not. those are, uh, are po not. post Morecambe related. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should say that uh, pre-match, Gary Bennett was in good form in the mice squid. Yes. Um, which was uh, which was always good. He was. Uh, I ended up on the same table as him, and that was he was good yeah. banter. And I know you saw him afterwards at the uh, at the do. Yeah, uh, and I think did you say he'd had lots? He'd had lots of time for. I think you'd written that on Twitter. He had lots of time for for, for oh, yeah. his stuff, which yeah. is uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. which is uh, spent a lot of time with the fans. Yeah, and he likes to drink. 
who knew that Ben O liked to like to <laughs> like to like to Corona. His bucket of Corona was barely empty in the mice quin. Um, and at one point, when he nearly got to the end of the bottle, somebody else bought him another drink. Well, you know, it was uh, it was ever flowing. Was uh, was Benno's uh, Benno's beer. So uh, yeah, good. If you can get to the mice quin after the Yeovil, I think it's afterwards at the Yeovil game. They got Lee Trundle, haven't they? Yeah. Um, which was he'll be a, he'll be a good chat. So uh, for people who want a a bit of after dinner speak and some food following the match on Sunday, that'll be a, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, Okay, shall we come back in a minute, Richie? Get your list ready. <laughs> Richie is devastated about Harrogate, I can tell. And we'll talk about Harrogate. Are we game for that? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back yeah. So we are about to start to talk about Harrogate, but Alex, seems as you were the first, although you're frozen now, are you still there? <laughs> Uh, I don't think they have internet in Flintshire. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's frozen. No, he's jittery. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. <laughs> so what you don't know, Alex, is that and you can't quite see, apart Richie's trying to hide the fact that he's eating a KFC at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he was joking when he, I, I said, does anybody need a toilet break or have a drink? And Richie's like, no, no, it's all right. My KFC's arrived. And I thought he was joking. And then he's panned his phone around and he's actually got a kid. Is that what was in the parcel? Is that no, no, Christmas present, the other one. Oh. So, Richie, we'll give you time to eat your and to, to gather your thoughts on Harrogate. Um, what's going on with that picture in the background? Is that picture square? <laughs> what's going on? Has uh, it fallen? We'll give you time to, to get your thoughts on Harrogate. Because um, I'm sure you've not really got much to say. Um, <laughs> um, so Michael Starkey had his first Wrexham away game. Uh, let's set the scene, shall we, for your bus? We'll tell you this. There's a, there's a small story <laughs> on the bus, the bus that these boys were going to take to Harrogate. All right. So um, you'd hired a bus. Somebody had hired, arranged to hire a, bu- a minibus. Yeah. For how many? How many seats? It was that twelve-ish. So, so we had we had essentially reserved it. No payment was made yet. We had <laughs> reserved it uh, for yeah twelve people, and then the, this shows the organization from forty-five hundred miles away that I was able to uh, obtain in the help of these idiots over here. Um, not this one, but I'm say not me. Other <laughs> other idiots. Um, we wait until three hours before yesterday morning three hours before we we're supposed to go pick up the bus to find out that none of us have the licensures to be able to drive said bus so then obviously we're just you know drinking beer and scrambling around at uh 11 o'clock in the morning trying to find out how we're going to get to harrogate last night we wound up taking cars and it was a blast regardless so uh yeah it was good entertainment don't you love stories like that and then you go and you draw two all and throw away a two nil lead yeah. and it's like oh this is brilliant um so i have a i have a i have a a, a less interesting story but very luckily kath bought me my ticket and a bus ticket to go to harrogate um for our a three-year unofficial anniversary yeah. um and uh when i got back at 1am this morning and i went to uh, get in the car in the cold 
after a miserable sort of performance, really, I realised that um, I couldn't get the zipper on my pocket open <laughs> where my keys were. <laughs> so I'm stood in the car park at Wrexham Uni trying to get this zip open, can't get it open. I have to pull my pocket out from the inside and rip the pocket apart on my walking trousers. <laughs> So I can get me, uh, so I can get me keys. I was basically locked outside of my car until that point. So you can imagine that topped off a wonderful trip that we got diverted yeah. on the way home as well because yeah. of all the motorway closures. Yeah. It was just, it was a proper, almost. I, I wanted to say national league, but it was just proper lower league football away trip in the end. Wasn't it? Does anybody else have a good? You were probably at home, Alex, in the warm, were you? Yeah. I go into away day hibernation November to January. I don't blame you. Too cold. <laughs> cold. So, yeah, watch from the comfort of my own living room. Did you have any fun stories, Richie, on just be- not on the football, just on the journey or the, the hullabaloo of getting to and from a game? Oh, there was, we, I think we stopped at a new like service station in Leeds. Oh, right. Uh, pretty new at the Ramada Hotel there. Advertised, I think it was 14 different outlets. Food outlets. Yeah. They're all, they're all there. KFC, Nando's, Chopstick, they're all there. And there was just one little window of McDonald's open. Oh. What were you going to have? Just out of interest, what would you have chosen? It's going to be the Chopstick, it was. Oh, really? That's some sort of noodles or something, is it? Or what? One next to Weatherspoons in town. Oh, yes. Same yes, thing. I know where you are. Yeah. Well, same brand. Right. I've never eaten it. What's it? Have you, have you eaten in there before? Is it nice? Yes, yeah, lovely. Yeah, three different types of... Um, Chicken or whatever, right? Um, did see it. So Obviously, Greg's one... there in it as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. I have seen it. Okay, so eventually, everybody in, in some way, shape, or form. Alex, did you watch? Did you what legally or illegally watch the uh, watch <laughs> the football? <laughs> Before we go on, I want to know what Richie's KFC order is. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm game for well, that. Let's go, it's a mother-in-law's birthday, so it's, we've had a gravy box each. I thought, all right, okay. You've had a great. I don't no even know what's in a gravy box, but I know you get a tub of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> how, many pe- how many pieces of chicken do you get? Come on, give us the detail. I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> you not even opened it. Yet. I don't know what he ordered. No, I, I, I kept it. I've been very professional. <laughs> it's not as... a gravy on the mouth, so. <laughs> uh, well, before we go on to Harrogate, I will say you need to try if if, if you like chicken. You need to try Slim Chickens at Cheshire Oaks if you've not had one, Richie. Lovely, that is. Um, I've, that's a recent discovery for me. I don't think that's an American one. I don't think ever had, yeah, beautiful. Um, lovely. So I had one of them the other night at Cheshire Oaks. Anyway, right, let's talk football. Um, <laughs> so Harrogate, Alex, um, I don't think there was any surprises in the lineup, was there, uh, really? I think we, we kind of knew. We, we knew Mendy would probably do that right back because of... Uh, because of um, Ford's injury, I think most people would have guessed at that. Um, so I'm not sure there was really any surprises. What were you, what were your thoughts pre-match? Would you have taken a draw? Did you want more? Um, yeah, no surprises with the team. Like Michael said, pretty much picks itself at the moment. Um, no, I wanted to win. I think to win the league, or at least to get in the top three, you've got to go to places like Harrogate and, and win especially when you go 2 and up as well, but we'll get into that. Um, but no, would not have taken a draw, wanted a win. I should just add, 
I don't know if you picked up on this. Um, you might have, depends on when you exactly join the stream. Um, dependent on your type of music, that was the best pre-match music I have ever What's been good? to. It was, was it was like it was it took me back to my days in the 90s being in Ibiza. It was amazing. And the PA system was mint, yeah. wasn't it, Rich? Yeah. You could hear it was crystal clear. And I'm sat there thinking, why have we why have they got a better sound yeah. system than us in the race course? Yeah. Like yeah. it was I was bouncing in that uh, in that away terrace, Richie. Were you uh, were you throwing some shapes or what were you doing? Down on my down on my notes here, <laughs> the best pre match. Yeah. Anthems ever played. It is. I mean, these 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 sort of players lists that we have on a Saturday were garbage compared to this man. This was, it was like it was like a disco. It was awesome. So, uh, for your first away one, you won't honestly. Normally, you can't hear can't, you can't hear through the PA systems. They play crap music because they can't afford the licenses to play new music. <laughs> uh, and it's pants in it normally. Yep. So, first away day? Very cold. Cold, yeah. Very cold. Um, Unless you were in your lounge, like Alex. Yeah, yeah. Water bottle or whatever he had. Yeah. um, No, you know. um, Christ, how much time do we have? (laughs) I was... Yeah, yeah. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. Um, I was frustrated. When I when I left the ground, um, and I said this to you earlier, and I said to the boys last night on the way back in the car that I would have been frustrated regardless of whether I was at Harrogate or whether I was at my house in front of my TV. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let you know these cats go into it a little more in depth, but we, we say all the time there are draws that feel like losses, and there are draws that feel like feel like wins. And if you would have flipped those two halves. The result would have been the same, but the feeling would have been different, yeah. right? Um, it's just very, it, it was frustrating. And I am on, I am of the opinion, like Alex is as well, that if you're going to win the league, if you're going to be for sure in the top three and, and you know, get, get promoted, um, you need to be able to go away and take three points from a place like Harrogate. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, the, the mid to bottom tier teams. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there, there are, there's really nowhere in the middle of that, that perception, I suppose. There are people that say, as long as we get a point away from home and then we dominate, or a point away from home and then dominate at home, um, that we can still, you know, vie for promotion. Yeah. And there are a lot of people, which I'm on board with, like Alex said, that if we want to, you know, compete for the championship, automatic promotion, those types of things. We need to be able to go to a place like Harrogate and, and get three points. And um, it was frustrating. Um, but again, first away day, um, a great time. I uh, can't complain too much. Just a little frustrating at the result. Great experience. Yeah, absolutely. So, Richie, before you start your rant, <laughs> right, <laughs> away performance. So we, we, we basically got a performance that we appeared to get at Accrington. Didn't we? It seemed to be like a rollover from from that. We didn't really. We sort of stalled and stopped playing. Um, before we discuss why that is, is that a concern yet, or are we just? Is it just we we accept that we're gonna have a couple of those days? We'll have some more, and we just almost like forget about it and brush it under the carpet. 
I think if you have it once or twice, yes, you can do that. Yeah. But I think it's creeping in now a bit too okay. much. Um, Stockport was Stockport. You know, we haven't got we haven't got to go over that. Yeah. Um, Accrington, Harrogate, all crap grounds, by the way. Just uh, yeah. whether that's a thing in it, but there's something. I was like that last night, wondering: Is it mentality? Did people think it was game over? Um, it just seems to be that because we're a bit of a juggernaut, a robot, and when we can continuously, we kept the ball, didn't we, for forty minutes? Did we? I think. And then when that one mistake happened, it's as if everyone stopped learning how to play football. Everyone didn't know. Everyone forgot all the basics of what we normally do. That game could have. That game should have been four five nil. Yeah. If we if we played if we played the same in both halves. But then on the other flip side to it, we're second in the league. Yeah. And I think that's where you give do give the bit of slack. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there's certain individuals there who, when I said previously about, I don't think they'll be there next year. I actually don't think they'll be there next year. Right. We'll go into I that. Think, Save that for a minute. Yeah. We'll, we will go into think, it if you want. Yeah. But... I just, like you say, two completely different teams, certain players who were probably a 7, 8 out of 10 in the first half, dropped to 4 or 5. That, yeah. that bad. And, you know, we were all, they were all bad. It's not, you know, Moles run around as he normally does. Yeah. You know, it would never stop that. I thought Howard, he had no chance with the goal to start with. Because yeah. um, when that went in, I was waiting for, here comes the Mark Howard social. Yeah, no, there was none of that I've not seen. Yeah. And not, not one person did, to be fair. And that was the true reflection of the game. But, why on what earth we just we get that flip it, it, it is unbelievable because the pressure was off us really but then on the other hand I reckon their manager just said to him you have got absolutely nothing to lose oh, if you lose 3 or 4-1 everyone expected you to lose 3 or 4-1 go out there and just give it a right go and let's see what their mentality is like and at points of the game it was like a pinball machine wasn't it our penalty area yeah. We just couldn't get the ball. It was just going everywhere. Um, and that was a little bit worrying, that was for me. Yeah, Alex, it's interesting. <clears throat> we will come back, Richie. We'll we'll get we'll dig yeah. into the detail. Um But what 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 do you think, Alex? Is any any concern with those Because home, I think it's such a intimidating environment. We've been here before. I think we've been here before when we were in the National League. Home was no problem. But there seems to be patches where we struggle away, but grind out the odd point and the odd win that we shouldn't do. And we, at the end of it, it won't matter. And it, it, we were lucky on the weekend. We're well, not lucky on the weekend, but at the weekend and last night, results went really for us, as good as they could be, realistically. Um, so any concern for you yet, or are you not? I'd say no major concerns. Um I think most realistic fans know every away game in League Two is going to be a tough one. Obviously, it's a step above in terms of quality from the National League. And we've got no divine right to be comfortable and win every game away from home. Um, and like Richie says, the table doesn't lie, especially after, what, 20 matches? We're second in the league. Yeah. Um, apart from some dodgy home performances at the start of the year, we've been rock solid at home and apart from probably 
Stockport and Accrington, we haven't really been outplayed by anyone away from home. Um, so no concerns for me. Last night was disappointing. Obviously, the nature of letting a two-goal league yeah. slip. But if we keep on doing what we've been doing for the first 20 games in the next 26 matches, we'll go up. Simple as that. Um, I think we'll only get better as well. Yeah. I think the January transfer window will work in our favour. And we'll, we will make that gap between the teams in and around the... Um, the top three, that gap will get bigger because I think we've got the resources to improve more than those teams. So, yes, I'd like us to play a little bit better away from home. Obviously, I would have liked us to kept that lead last night and win. Um, but for me, no major concerns. Okay. No major concerns <clears throat> for me. So, come on, Richie, then. This will give us something to, I'm sure, to add some commentary to. Give us the... Uh... Give us what what agitated was it individuals really last night that agitated you or was it the performance or what and who are these who who are said individuals? I've got to be honest, I didn't think Toza won a header. Okay, so some other people around me commented on that. Yeah, um, didn't win a header at all, and I I'll be honest, I, I've never been a not a Toza hater, yeah, but I've yeah. never been one where I thought quite critical, you know, of him. Um, because he, you know, he keeps that back three pretty, you know, pretty good in shape. Um, but I didn't think he had a great game last night. Yeah. Okay. I thought Andy Cannon was fantastic in the first half. Yeah. And then he went from very good to very poor with a 15-minute break in between. He, at one point in the second half, I looked, and he just stood in the middle of the pitch. Um, and George Evans is like looking for an option and looking for a ball and. McLean was shouting and Mendy was sort of looking in as well, but there was nobody giving it short, you know, just a short ball. Right. And then the pitcher changes as he gives it in back, looking for a short one too. I thought it was no surprise when he went off. Um, I think Ollie Palmer did an Ollie Palmer performance from last year when he struggled. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he'd, he'd give as much at all, really. But then also... You got to look at the manager. The same three changes as Saturday. He did um, last night. Okay. But at times we were looking around at each other, and people were screaming that they thought that the players weren't putting enough effort in. They looked as if they didn't have a clue how to play what we they were being asked to do at one point. Even yeah. just a long ball just didn't work. The momentum had gone, and we 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 couldn't fight against that swing of momentum, could we? Um, no. They had that that sort of home advantage had kicked in, and we didn't really know what to do. I'll tell you what was quite interesting for me, uh, and again, I don't know because um, depending where you are in the ground, you might not have seen it. But when Parky came out at half time, he had his hands in his pockets, his uh, coat was up, kind of round his almost round his nose, and he looked fed up as if he'd been told a conquer had a bad injury, and he looked like oh, you know, and he kind of for fifteen or twenty minutes. He was sort of quite subdued. Um, and then obviously they equalised, don't they, after, what, was it in two minutes or something in the second half? Whatever it was, virtually straight away. 52 seconds. Right, there I you go. So he, and, it, and it was as if he was like, it's as if he could see it coming and just like couldn't do anything about it. Uh, and it was only later on that, um, I don't know if you saw it, I don't, you, you should have seen it. There was one point when there was about 10 minutes to go, he kind of came to life 
and he was trying yeah, to rouse, yeah. rouse the yeah, crowd a yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but I think that was about 10 or 15 minutes yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, so that was just with you talking about uh, Parky, Rich, that, that was a, a, a lasting memory for me. Jacob Mendy got a bit of stick from people around me saying that he was hiding and um, I don't think he had his best game, but I think the problem is you're asking somebody to play out of position. It's difficult, isn't it? You know, it's it's so hard to play on the on the wrong side. Um, I think there was a bit of that. Um, but what what I mean, given what you've heard, was there any others, Richie, or was that as that? Have you, have you finished there? Oh, there's more. Oh, I got. Oh, God. <laughs> I've, I've got to be honest. The first goal. What is Aaron Hayden doing? I haven't watched it I back said, yet. Okay. I, and I said last, yeah, I said to you last week, didn't I? You I said wasn't you really might drop sure him. You him. said, yeah, I wasn't sure about his form at Atkinson. I didn't think he had the greatest game. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think us four could have played in the back five on Saturday, couldn't we? Let's be yes. honest. With us, um, <laughs> <Yeah. but laughs> I think people try to blame Mendy for the goal, his involvement, the one, yeah. the first one. But a centre half has got to take control of that. A defender, they're facing the they're facing the ball, aren't they? Yeah. They're facing the game. Yeah. And Mendy he just needed to be a bit. I think the thing for me was he wasn't strong enough. He wait. He was looking for the foul, and then he got the contact and sort of then looked round for the foul, but never got it because the ref went. Well, actually, I don't think he's done too much, and I think that was the issue for me. But you know, go on anyway. It's all right. Yeah, I just didn't. I just that to me that, that told her then. When that first, I mean, if we'd seen it out two nil half time, I think we're looking at three or four. I think that's quite from the way we played the first half. But nobody seemed to get hold of the game, did they? Second, yeah, half, yeah. I know we could see the goal early on, but what what was probably one of the last thing he said to him was, was "Don't give any silly Ten free minutes. kicks away and give him any opportunity to put the ball in the box." Yeah, in the first ten minutes because the momentum and you've got to see it out, haven't you? The crowd were going to get up. Well. Yeah. I don't think the crowd, I think it was just they a were noisy terrible. They were, they were woeful, weren't they, as a support? The guy wow. in the microphone, was unbelievable. He was, uh, he was so special, he was the guy in the microphone. He was, yeah. I don't know if he you was... could hear that, Alex, but the guy was trying to sort of uh, G people up and sort of do birthday announcements and let's have a big applause for such and such's birthday. Nothing, like no, nothing. <laughs> Apart from Wrexham <laughs> fans booing and things like that. They were, they were really bad. It was... <laughs> It was an experience. A couple of jibes, didn't he, as well, at us? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The Disney, Disney cameras are here and yeah. um, Hollywood and that or whatever. And they're just like, really? Like, he's like, he, it was like he was performing on um, Britain's Got Talent. He was just waiting for it. He was an actor and he was trying to wind people was up. Was he not that, auditioning whatever. for uh, a role at the race course, do you think, or what? Well, that could be. Yeah. He can bring the DJ, but not him. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So. Right, so uh, is, is that the end of the list, or is that is that is there more? <laughs> Sam Dalby when he come on. Oh my! <laughs> no, I didn't realise. I didn't think there would be more. Right. <laughs> oh, I'll just let's just say he needs to put a shift in on Sunday. Okay. And to rectify his performance. <laughs> God, Richie's got a hit there. list here. This is like this is really bad. Isn't it? And, and do you know what? It's not very often we are critical. Oh, I'm personally not critical of them. Because the, what they've done in the last 18 months has been some of the great games, greatest goals I've seen yeah. in my life. I love watching us at home. Yeah, I just think, put your big boys' pants on away from home. If we have to start loof, hoofing it, we hoof it. Right. You know, a couple of minutes. And we play, like when that second goal went in, you know, it would have been, try and get the ball up to Ollie, start the second half and just 
Try and get a couple of fouls for us, Ollie. Take the sting out of the game. And we didn't do that. That's it was and the experienced players, aren't we? Yeah. yeah they they yeah, didn't yeah. really know how to do that, really. Um so I'll come to you in and out a second, Alex. So you can ponder your thought. Oh well, before but are we finished, Richard? That right. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. So I ponder that for a second, Alex. Um what 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 are you what's your thoughts on some of that? Not necessarily all of it, but what are the key takeaways from what the, Richie said, and it's okay not yeah. to to agree and to disagree and what have you. Of course, yeah, the the Cannon one I completely agree with. Um, I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch all twenty two the first half. Yeah, and then the second half, I mean, just I mean, total total one eighty. Yeah. There there was a uh, there was a uh, uh, you guys both might have seen this. There was a point, maybe twenty minutes or so left of the match, the seventieth minute, sixty fifth minute, somewhere around there, and. Um, that we were uh, obviously we were we were attacking the away end at that point. Cannon dribbles from midfield. He's twenty yards out. He's got Mindy in the wing. Not a man marking him. Make a twelve-yard dribbler. Take the high percentage cross. Yeah. He shoots a ball from twenty yards out. It goes yeah. ten feet over the net. Yeah. I mean, look. I don't claim to know as much as anybody on here, or as as much as Parky or anybody else in the club. Take the higher percentage pass, hit a 12, 10, 12 yard dribble out to many of the wing. There's no one marking him. There's no one within, I mean, maybe 10, 15 yards of, of Mindy. Um, so that was that was a, a bit frustrating. To me, you take that pass every time, make the extra pass, let Jake you know, put one in the box. Yeah. yeah, attack the box and uh, see what we, make, what we can make happen. Um, you know, it, it's, it's other than that. Um, yeah, the PA announcer was shit. Um, <laughs> no, music was good. PA announcer was shit. Uh, no, I, I, I um, you know, the Canon thing, I agree with. Um, Dolbs, you know, we could talk about youth, um, all those things. I, I think there is a player there, and I, I agree with what these guys said earlier. I think, I think, I think Parky sees him as a guy who's going to go up with us. Yeah. Um, as we move up the leagues and those types of things, um, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's for me. Uh, was it Alex? Was it Big Sam Allardyce that used to fire people, fine people for shooting from outside the box? Oh, it was one of the old school managers, wasn't yeah, it? I think it might have been. With Unless they scored, working the ball into the box. Some managers, if you do yeah. take pot shots, because your percentage chance is so small compared to working it closer to the goal. Yeah. Was it Rich? Do you remember that? Yeah, I think you're correct. Yeah, I think it was him. Yeah. That's something that I don't know. You might not know who Sam Allardyce is, mm. so. Um, Google him, um, and he used to. It was famous. You'd get a club fine if you shot from outside. I think it was outside the box. Um, you'd get a club fine for that because uh, because of that. Um, the the um, there was a chance that uh, George Evans hit Alex. I don't know if you remember it from. Oh, it's because because of the angles, it's hard to tell. It looked like it was twenty five ish yards, and I couldn't tell whether it hit the post or the bar. Couldn't couldn't quite couldn't quite tell. Um, and that was that a two-one, and that potentially changes the game. It was. Yeah, well, this is what I was going to say. Oh, it's fine margins. Um, I think it was twenty-five yards plus. Right. Evan yeah, shot yeah. And it came off the underside of the crossbar. Wow. Um, would have been goal of the season for me if that had gone in. I don't think you're going to top a goal like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like you say, if that goes to three-one on the stroke of half time, the momentum's back with us. And then, of course, they score at a key time after 46 minutes. So the key moments just went their way at key times, um, which is why I'm not 
to or overreacting too much to the drop points. I just think it's one of those matches where we didn't get the rub of the green and the key moments they delivered and we didn't. Um, but yeah, the thing for me was just the contrast in performances from first half to second half. First half, I thought we were fantastic. And Elliot Lee, I think he played very well. Everyone played very well. And when we did go 2 a lot, I thought it was a formality. We were going to win 3-4-0. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like Richie says, they, they scored at a key time and their managers said at half-time, look, just go out there and, and give it all you've got. No I'd rather lose 4-1 than bow down without trying. Um, and credit to Harrogate, they played well, to be fair. Although their next home match, I think it's going to be half the capacity from what they got last night. Let's be honest, they were only there to... It was a record attendance, the I think they said, didn't they? Did I hear that they right? Did. Yeah, yes, they did. No yeah, surprise. record attendance. Um, but yeah, to, to, to reiterate what I've said, disappointing, but I'm not going to overreact because you can get those 45-minute performances sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I, I said that. It was, it was pants second half. It was really disappointing. Um, and it was just one of those, it was a typical away day, you know, nearly three hours there, get diverted on the way back, your zip breaks on your pants, you can't get in. It's just like, oh. Moral of the story, watch it at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the moral of the story is don't travel from Alabama to watch Wrexham away at Alabama. <laughs> in zero degrees. In, like, in zero in, degrees. Please, India. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Alex? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Any other th before we uh, move on and look at the uh, just quickly look at the uh, the two games? Any other takeaways from there that anybody's got? Richie, you've had enough. You've taken enough. I think you've uh, <laughs> got to get, let somebody. But any other takeaways? Anything else, either good or bad? No. Anything uh, that we've missed? Anything else, Alex? Good or bad? Um, missed that was good. Oh, he's, he's, it's flipped. Well, Adventure it's... Internet's um, gone again. Um, Look at that oh, face. God. <laughs> That's a face that tells you. No, he's still here. You're all right. You're just a delay. Um, yeah, I thought Mark Howard's played well when he came on. Okay. Um, obviously, no chance with the goal. I think that was down to bad defending, yeah. but he made a few solid yeah. saves. Um, he looks solid, reliable, and if he is going to be our keeper for the next six matches, um, I think it is important that he, he gets his confidence up and puts some decent performances in. Okay. Hey, hey, can you live with that, Richie? I don't want to let you go anymore. I think we've wound you up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to pull any more names. Oh, I've forgotten about him. And uh, no, you, you're happy now. <laughs> Do you feel better you for this therapy you session? If we draw a forest game, it's going to be worse. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay, so disappointing. Um, but we'll come back in a second and we'll just have a quick look ahead to the, to the well, mainly the one game, but we will just touch on the other game. Is that all right? And then we'll be uh, yeah. wrap it up then and everybody can be in bed. We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones. And his best made Mickey T. Uh, so, we'll two cup games coming up. We start on Sunday at home to Yeovil in the FA Cup. 
Uh, before we then got, we obviously got Burton in the Bristol Street Motors. What is that? Is that right? I've lost. I've lost track of what it's called now. The Bristol, Bristol Street Taxi. Motors. Got. Yeah. Now, as we touched on before, I can't remember whether we were we were we were recording at the time. Obviously, that's what two days apart, which is a little bit unusual. Um, so on Sunday, what are you expecting to see? Changes, resting people, yeah. not resting people. Will he rest people? Will he play full team Sunday, rest them Tuesday? What? No. What do we think? I think it'll be a. I think it'll be one to where, especially with Arthur out, um, potentially for for a little bit uh, at least. Um, I think it'll be McNicholas in goal. Um, I think. Um, I think you'll see not just wholesale changes. I don't think you're going to see seven or eight. Okay. Um, different, but I can see. Um, you know, three or four changes, maybe, you know, a Jordan Davies, yes. um, okay. maybe, maybe Luke coming back into the midfield, those types of things. I don't, I think you'll see, you know, three or four changes. Um, but to, to piggyback on what Alex said earlier, you know, there, there are shocks and surprises every round um, in the uh, Bristol Street Motors, KFC, Chick-fil-A, Papa John's <laughs> Cup. Um, so, you just pray to God that it's not us. You know, you put together a forward enough team that, you know, can get you over the line after 90 minutes and stop its time and uh, move on to the next round. So let's focus on Sunday. Alex, what do you think? FA Cup, this big opportunity, uh, potentially, um, to deliver a little run like last season. Um, where do you see the team evolving and changing there? Um, if at all. Well, I think... And I hope you'll play the strongest team. Okay. Um, a, because the reward of getting into the third round is yeah, so high. massive. Yeah. yeah. When you think about who you could draw, the TV money as well. Um, and I think Parky's history, he always goes strong in the FA Cup. Yeah. I don't think he's ever played at a weakened team. Yeah. You might see Dolby coming for Palmer. I mean, yeah. he, he favours Dolby in the cup competitions. Um, but I fully expect to go full strength. So same team as Saturday and Tuesday just gone. Maybe one or two changes. Obviously, Arthur, that one might be forced. I think we'd probably see Dolby up front with Mullen. Um, but not really looking forward to it. Um, it's a favourable tie. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's a it's a banana skin as well because Yeovil are going really well this season, top of the National League South. I think new ownership as well, so there's a feel good yeah. factor around the team as well. Um, so we should win, but we need to make sure we're on it because if we're not a hundred percent, I think Yeovil could cause us problems. Um, but I think we'll be fine and we'll be in the hat for the uh, for the third round draw. A sun, Richie, has Sunday got Jake Hyde winner all over it? Or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> John Maguire Drew? No, I don't know. Is he still there? I don't know. I've lost track. Yeah, he's, he's still, he's still there. there. Yeah, I think I think we'll start off with maybe a little little cagey move for maybe first five minutes, but we'll come into the game and yeah, I can't see any any problems. Okay. Um, so team-wise, then, um, Parky said uh, Okonkwo was dazed in the dressing room at half-time. 
Um, we suggest he's got a kick in the head. He was holding his face a lot, wasn't he? Yeah. I think yeah, he was yeah. might have been spitting. I mean, yeah. You might have seen it a bit better on the telly. Was he spitting a bit of blood? And uh, I think somebody said he took some painkillers. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see that, but I saw people writing about that. Um, that suggests, I can't remember whether it was you said it or somebody else suggested perhaps a concussion type. They'll be protect, trying to sort of protect against that. Could be. Yeah. So I don't think we'll potentially see him. So um, my, you obviously thought McNicholas will start. Does anybody yeah. think it's, it's, it's Howard instead or are we going with McNicholas? I'm going with Howard there. Yeah, Alex, what would you do? Um, yeah, I'd go with Howard. I think An experience thing. Yeah, I think McNicholas is our Papa John's KFC. So he's starting Tuesday, isn't he? He'll start Tuesday. I think he'll give it to Howard for Sunday, especially if Howard's going to play in the league instead of Arthur. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, I know, Richie, you would clearly change everybody in the team. from. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, everyone would have been sold by now, I think. we'd have had. Uh, but um, any other changes that you... Um, you think would happen? I think Dalby starts, right? Even though he. Why do we? Either... So a couple of people. Why? Why do we think that? Why are we? Uh, why is that just freshen, or is that based on performance? I think at the moment he's given them. It looks like they're having two games at a time, doesn't it? Right. Each? Okay. And seeing what their impact they can do on the game. Right. Um, obviously, Ollie, he did okay against Morecambe, you know, um, but he hasn't lifted any trees for me. And I think it, I think Dalby was aiming out to start in the FA Cup. Okay. So I think Dalby will, Dalby will come in and play. Yeah. Any others, Alex, that you might, uh, might you know, is is um, is Davis in for Lee a shout, or do you, you do you think Parky's a bit too rigid and structured to go for that? Um. Yeah, I just think he'll play his best team, and Elliot Lee, on current form, is. The better option at number ten. Yeah. Um, so no, I think we'll see the same team as Saturday, Tuesday, with the exception of perhaps Dolby for Palmer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here, so score wise, Richie, you were close, obviously, on Saturday, but obviously you were, you know, you were wrong ultimately. Uh, <laughs> um, so what are we? What are we expecting to see? What do we think score wise? Um, We'll get on Sunday. How brave are we going to be? Here? Four one. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um. Well, I think that well, I I can't laugh because you were you've been yeah, close yeah, a couple yeah. of times. Uh, Alex, what do you do? You think it, we can you know we can do that, or is that a bit ambitious? Oh, of course we can do it. Of course we can. Um, I'm going to go for three 0 Oh, okay. So in in effect, that's the same scoreline. You just you've got more confidence in a clean sheet yeah. than me than me and Richie have because I've got no confidence in a clean sheet. Yeah. What? Are, so you'll be watching it back at home, I'm guessing. I will. Outside, depending on the weather. No. Oh no. no. It's cold. It's cold over in South Alabama now too, oh, right. brother. Okay. It's winter everywhere in the northern so, hemisphere. No, no, no. So we won't be outside. So we'll what... be inside the heat. Yeah, three nil. I agree with Alex. Three nil. Yeah, three nil. I'm going to go three one. Just cause I, I at the moment I've got no faith in this team keeping clean sheets, and it's constantly getting players taken in and out of it. And especially now we've got a goalkeeper potentially, and defenders have chopped and changed. So um, I'm going to go for uh, for, for a three one. Um, I think this week, um, and then two days later we're back at the racecourse to play Burton. So the, a family affair. 
Fleur Robinson will be there with her dad, probably in the uh, director's box. Um, I'm sure she'll be uh, be the the perfect host for the uh, for the for the uh, board of Burton. Given the fact that we've done business with them as well for Tom O'Connor, um, so what do we what do we think? That's the one that we might get some some changing in. Then Alex, do you think? I think sums and understatements. Oh, that go for eleven yeah. changes. Yeah. Eleven changes. Eleven, um, yeah. Bickerstaff, oh. maybe. Hundred percent. Clue hundred percent. Yes. Oil. Young, maybe. Um, Oil. Yeah. Wholesale changes. Macalina. Oil, obviously, as well. Hazana. Hazana, if he's fit, of course. <laughs> um, it'll be similar to to the Port Vale one. I think we'll have our big guns on the on the bench if we need them. Right. Um, but let's hope we can. Um, the team who starts can get the job done. Yeah. Um, and I think it's actually good playing on the Tuesday. I think it's better to have a gap between the this match and match against Forest Green. Yeah, okay. I'd rather have that rest. rest. So you got the rest period. Yeah. I'd rather the extra rest after that game. Okay, I, I, I get that. Um, uh, Richie, any any different any different thoughts at all to that, or do you think it's it's got to be wholesale change and just uh, see what happens basically in that tr- in that trophy? I think it's going to be very similar to Port Vale, as we've said. I even think the scoreline be very similar, as in we'll we'll we may go a goal down, right? Um, just because we have so many changes and they haven't played together. Okay, but then I think, like you say, have the big guns on the bench. Um, I'd be interested to see what crowd we get for it as well, with it being such a close game to the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, both them games, because obviously they're extra games, aren't they? So it's yeah. always interesting to see who's willing to put their hands in the pocket again yeah. and uh, and have to sort of fork out, especially close to Christmas. This is the time that uh, it can suffer, can't it? Um, so uh, uh, given that, and uh, given that, what, what you, you know, you... Yeah, whole, whole, absolutely. You know, no, you no, yeah, there. no, no jokes, no jokes at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nine, ten. I mean, completely, completely different. Jordan, Luke, Max, Bryce, McAlunden, uh, Bickerstaff up front. Give him a run out. Let him, let him. You know, put some, yeah, put some minutes in. Put a shift in. You know, put some things on film. Um, McNicholas, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty wholesale changes uh, next week. But we're expecting two wins. That's the that's the fundamental thing. Is that what we're? Is that presumably? Um, did you say you'd looked when Burton were playing, Rich? Yeah, on the Saturday. They're playing the day before. Mm, yeah, so they've got the opportunity, perhaps, to play one or two stronger players if they mm-hmm. wanted to. But um, again, it just depends on how serious they take it, doesn't it? Yeah. And we don't know how what they think of that yeah. trophy. Um, that's the awkward thing, isn't it? Um, all right. Anything else? Anything else for that? Uh, for that Bristol Street Motors game? Are you on commentary at all, Alex? Or um, no, someone else is doing that one. Um, I'm flirting with the idea of going to the match. Okay. Wait. Because... Sorry. What well, I thought you were you not you were you not you weren't going. You haven't got a ticket. It was what's flirting with the idea is. You know what it is? It's being able to get nice seats in the centre of the mould roads and just been able to <laughs> enjoy that view. Oh, you, you, what? I'm not cool enough to go in the tech end. Is that, oh, God. Is, that, was it, is that a safety concern at the moment? Is it or what? What's the... 
Well, yeah, it gets a bit rowdy in that tech end. So if someone right. jumps on the back when we score and my okay. knee capitulates oh, with like a square uh, one, so I'm the safety of the uh, Richie, you'll be there, will you? Got tickets? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be there. Both games? Yeah, both games, yeah. Uh, lower tech or what, what's, what's this? Uh, Do you yes, remember? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I tend to see you. Um, and you'll be back home in warmer Alabama. I will. Inside. Warmer. In the heat. Warmer. In the heat. It's yes. warmer than it is. Watching here. it stood two feet away from my TV. Yeah. <clears throat> what a life. Um, Right, are we done then, uh, boys? Has anybody got anything else on these two games, or is that uh, did we have we covered it? Oh, Alex, it looks like he's about to monologue. Not that I'm jumping the gun because it will be a tough game on Sunday. Oh, here we go. But if we do get through, who would you like to play in the third round? Oh, um, oh, just not my microphone. Um. So that's a tough one because I guess everybody naturally migrates to the big, very, very big boys, don't they? Um, but I'll tell you what I would. I'll tell you I, oh, I don't know whether I would. They're in such good form. I've got a mate who's an Ipswich fan, and I'm desperate for us to get them at some point in the cup, um, preferably at home, to give us a chance because they're in really good form, aren't they? Alex is pulling funny faces at me there, but they're a really good side at the moment. And they're near the top of the championship, aren't they? Um, even though they've only just got promoted. So I think that would be a, 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 a that it'd be great to get a big boy, but if we couldn't get a big boy, that would be an interesting one for me. Look at the faces on that. Look at that. Go on then, come on then, smart ass. <laughs> who, 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 who you're gonna say, oh Preston. Of all the teams he could have chosen, he said Ipswich. Um fair enough, your choice. It's gotta be a big boy team away from home. I would say Tottenham. Because they've got the biggest ground. Bloody big big team. What? Jesus. I'm not going down to that bowl. I've been to that bowl before. I went for the NFL. I weed all over the toilet floor. It was such a it's such a terrible state. Richie's got funny faces. It's part-time Tottenham fanny. So that's what you'd want you'd want you'd that's what you'd want. If that's a winnable game, that's what I'd say, because they're a mess of a side. Come on, come on then, Richie. If it couldn't be Tottenham, who would you like? One deal Leeds at home. Oh, okay. Why why Leeds? Never played them, have we? Right, so just to get that one off the uh, yeah. off the list. Uh, and Swansea just being a derby, really. And they're not in great form, are they, really? They're struggling near the bottom of the league as well. So a winnable Welsh derby. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr Starkey, what would you, uh, as a, you know... What would you say would be a? I mean, any yeah. of the big boys would be great, but you want yeah. something that's winnable as well. <laughs> that, that, that's my thing. If, if there if there is a a club truly left in that is winnable, take them at home in in the greatest hypothetical situation. Move forward another round okay. and then get one of the big boys. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to have an extra round to get a bit of extra money, like we did last year. Exactly. I guess. I guess. Never exactly. Didn't exactly. Think of that. Yeah. Um, I know Kath would probably say Man United because obviously they've got uh, they've got Man United support in uh, in Kath's family, so that would be the one. And also Benno told some good stories about the Wrexham Man United game, <laughs> um, and the fact that he had a fallout with Peter Schmeichel and 
uh, at, at full time. I think that was, wasn't it? He was talking about yeah, so, yeah. Uh, when they were shaking yeah. hands. So, uh, yeah. so that would that would be good. But yeah, let's um, we, we'll watch the draw eagerly if Sunday goes to plan. And if it doesn't, Alex, then it's going to be your fault for bringing this up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> before we've blame. got through the game I'll take the blame no problem oh, I'm going to direct it, all the hate will be on you alright Richie do you Did want to go and eat come round to my house and shout at me personally <laughs> uh, you, have you eaten your KFC Richie or is it uh, no. you're going to have to microwave it now or something? <laughs> <laughs> what who orders a KFC for 6 o'clock or whatever there it is, there's his gravy box. It looks good, to be fair. <laughs> looks really good. Kentucky Fried Chicken, yeah, we're yeah. looking for sponsors. Can really you send chicken to Flintshire, Stroke, Breast, uh, where, Lancashire, <laughs> Wrexham and Alabama? <laughs> if you can, we're interested in talking. Is, yes. that, is, that, the, is that the message? Yes, 100%, yes. Right. right, boys, I'll let you go. Enjoy your weeks and we'll uh, we'll see what happens next week and see see who's free and who's not because Alex will be back in the real world and we'll see what's going on. <laughs> okay. Have right. a safe trip back tomorrow. Safe flight. Yeah, he will. He won't you? He'll be drunk because he doesn't like flying, so he'll be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's All right, it. boys. But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Laying under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We'll live in hope, but we'll die in Cadbury. I've been telling everyone I see. I've been telling. I've been telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league We've had the best home of talent like Joey Jones And his best mate Mickey T Davis was a druid, he loved Cumbry And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far afield like Trinidad We've had great players And some who drove us mad We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing it all 
Back in the football league 